you know, I, I know that they were all being very honest, but I think, you know, and, and building community is a great reason to belong to the synagogue. Um, but when people talk to me privately, they say building community, which is a euphemism for maybe I'll get a date with somebody. <laughs> um, nobody wants to actually say that out loud, like I, I joined the synagogue too. But like for how many generations have people joined synagogues so they could like meet each other? Um, and so what you, if, if you're not that shy, you should know that the Ask the Rabbi session next Wednesday um, is based on a drash that I gave about um, the, the book of Bereshit called Peru or Ravu, which means go forth and multiply, and it's called <laughs> Get a Date, Find a Mate, Procreate in San Francisco. So if you're, in, <laughs> if you're interested in um, more about what I think of that, come on Wednesday night and um, you can ask me all kinds of questions about you know, what it says about sex in the Talmud, okay? So, as you've heard several times tonight, we are getting very close to the end of the month of Elul, and the moon is waning. How many of you saw that full moon um, this past week that was so incredible? Um, and it's almost as if the whole world is beckoning for us to wake up the full moon, and we blow the shofar every day, and we come to this Shabbat, just the two Shabbats before Rosh Hashanah, and um, we get to the parsha of Kitavo. And Kitavo is full of blessings and curses, and the very, very, um, the very last one, the very ble last blessing, um, is perhaps the most simple and the most profound blessing of our entire tradition, and I wanted to um, teach it to you tonight. So say, Baruch, Ata, Bivoecha, Uvaruch, Ata, Bivetecha. It means, you should be blessed when you come, and you should be blessed when you go. So be blessed in your comings and your goings, which is a very simple blessing, and blessings could be as simple as the blessing we're gonna do over the motzi at the very end, the motzi, the bread, at uh, the end of our service, or blessings could be profound and intimate and be existential, as well as pronounce our most mundane stuff very, very sacred. And the distinction between what happened in the Bible and what happened in rabbinic Judaism is also very profound, which is in the Bible, um, what would happen is that people would go directly um, and, and they would have their communion with God, but it would be between themselves a priest and God. So if they wanted to be forgiven, they would go to the priest and the priest would go to God and then the whole community would be forgiven. And once there was no longer the priest after the temple was destroyed, that changed in rabbinic Judaism to when you wanted to be forgiven, this is a lot about tshuva and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, um, we don't talk as much about what we did or do or didn't do for God. We talk about what we did or didn't do or should do or could do with one another. So Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur uh, has this idea in it of being blessers and being blessed. That it's not just God who gets to be the one who blesses people, but people get to bless one another. So think about it for a second. How many people here blessed someone today? Did, was anybody around somebody who sneezed? Okay. So what do you say when somebody sneezes? You say? You say bless you if you're an atheist, and if not, you say God bless you, right? That's the, I think some people get nervous about saying God bless you. Like, I'm an atheist, I shouldn't say that. But why would you say God bless you when somebody sneezes? And I actually was um, asking a doctor about this who told me it was because you say God bless you because this idea of when you sneeze, you lose your breath for a second. 
It's almost like you're having an out-of-body experience, and so you say, God bless you to somebody so that, like, you start breathing again. Right? So it's interesting. So you, if you add the God to the bless you part, it's a lot stronger to get the person's spirit back into their body. And blessing is not the domain of only God. Blessing is not the domain of um, the rabbis or the priests. It's also really in our domain. And I think we need to take it off of that on high place and think about the fact that when we're getting prepared for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur we're supposed to think back to the entire year and then we ask um, God to inscribe us in the book of life. And then we ask ourselves to be like God and how can we inscribe ourselves in this life that we have the next year in a different way. So if you think for a moment um, about this past year being a part of your book, like a chapter in your book, what would be the title of this past year? Okay, you don't have to tell anybody, it's a private moment. Just think, what was the title of your book of life this past year? Now you might want to share that with somebody downstairs at the Oneg after like two or three beers, but, um, <laughs> or you might want to hold it to yourself personally and call me next week. Um, <laughs> but what I'll ask you to do is to think about this, um, this great line that I learned several years ago and we taught at the Holy Days. Um, now that you can be who you said you would be if you could be, are you? Now that you can be who you said that you would be, if you could be, are you? So just think about that and think about when you inscribe yourself for the book of life, what are you inscribing for this next year? And I'm mentioning this now so that like in two Tuesdays, in a week and a half, you don't like wake up and like call the synagogue and like beg us for a ticket because you want to be inscribed in the book of life. We get the whole month of Elul to prepare ourselves for this and to prepare ourselves to be a blessing in our own life and in other people's lives. And the Torah and our tradition is full of different ways. Tefillat HaDerech, which is the blessing when you go on your way. Um, Birkat HaGomel, which is the blessing when somebody returns from a trip across the ocean or a trip across a desert um, or they have recovered from an illness. You say this Birkat HaGomel to bless them back to health and back to home. Um, there's blessings that we say for soldiers when they go out that they should be blessed um, with life um, and come back home. Just come back home is a blessing. Um, and then there's just the vehafta that we, that we pray together after the Shema, which is about these mundane moments that you can actually make a blessing in your life. When you think about rising up, lying down, when you walkest on your way, when you go to sleep at night, how are these blessings? Um, they can just be mundane things. But if you think about the way that we're connected to one another and what a blessing that is, um, it, it transforms your day. Like if you think about the blessing that already happened to everybody today, what was that blessing? We all, we all, if you're here, you did it. You woke up, right? If you didn't, you're not here, okay? Just think about that. I mean, if you think about that is like the most profound blessing, that when you wake up in the morning, and if you're a Jew, you're supposed to say, Moda ani lefanecha, you're supposed to say, say thank you to God for kind of reinstalling my soul in me since it left and while it was dreaming, it was going all over the universe, it's come back to me, so thank you, God. So I wanna, I wanna challenge you to do something. 
um, at some point. And if you're um, a procrastinator, you might not do it tonight, you might wait a little bit. Um, and it's, it's to not just let rabbis and priests and people who are quote unquote on high spiritually be the ones who offer blessings. We get to bless wedding couples, God bless you. To yourselves, do exactly that, be a blessing, and um, it could be as mundane as the motzi, or it could be as personal and intimate with somebody you really know, um, to give them a blessing, to give somebody a blessing tonight. So to elevate what you're talking about downstairs with a blessing. And if it feels like, you know, this is your first time here, I cannot believe the rabbi's asking me to like speak in Aramaic and go downstairs and do the spiritual thing. I thought I was just gonna come and meet somebody and drink beer. I'm telling you, it's a really amazing thing to offer a blessing to somebody else. So talk about whatever you want, about the Facebook posting, about their vacation, and about their new job, and about whatever it is that is important but mundane, and then take a step, take a risk, and be a blesser. It will make you feel blessed. Go up to somebody and actually bless them with something tonight, and if it's too intimate, call somebody that you love over the weekend and tell them what a blessing they are in your life. Um, whoever you prayed for tonight for the Misha Beirach, it's important that your prayer went out there, but why don't you call them and tell them, we had an entire community praying for your health again. It's, it's profound to feel like somebody's praying for you, somebody's blessing you. So, uh, Eddie, can you, come here a minute. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna role model this. Uh, I, have not, I have not practiced this, I promise. It's my first time doing a blessing. <laughs> and you know, people say like, don't try this at home. Please try this at home, okay? So I'm gonna offer um, Cantor Addy a blessing uh, and you, you know, take what you want from my blessing and think about somebody in this room or somebody who's important to you and think about who you would like to bless um, and how you'd like to bless them. So, Cantor Marsha Addy, you are an incredibly inspirational blessing to all of us. You have lifted my spirit for these past 16 years of our partnership together and tonight I bless you with the coming year to move from darkness into light, to allow the questions to create more questions in you and to really be open to them and to whatever evolves in your heart and your soul and to be open and to be loving of yourself as you go forward into 5775. Amen. Anybody else? <laughs> That would be an awesome fundraiser. <laughs> Just kidding, we don't talk about that on Shabbat. <laughs> that was a rabbinic blessing, and of somebody who I've had an intense relationship with for the last 16 years of my life as you know, a partner in, in this, in this Ju Judaism and in this life. Um, but if you think about it, blessing somebody with the hope for health or the hope of companionship the hope of finding something important that connects them to themselves this year. Uh, think about the way that you can bless other human beings and how little time it takes and how much more we need of that in this world. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.